Welcome to Rethink Retail, the show where we dive into the stories and strategies behind some of the most successful brands on the planet. From brick and mortar giants to e-commerce disruptors, we uncover the secrets to their success and deliver the keys to true retail transformation. So ask yourself, are you ready to rethink retail? The future of retail starts now. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Rethink Retail podcast. I'm your host, April Waits, and today I'm speaking with Pierre-Marie Ralou, VP Captana North America at SES Amagotag. SES Amagotag is a world leader in smart digital labels and IoT solutions for physical retail, serving more than 300 retailers around the world. Today, we'll dive into Captana, which is a computer vision solution designed to help physical retailers and brands to better monitor shelves in real time. Thank you for joining the show today, Pierre. Thank you, April. All right. So whether we know it or not, computer vision combined with AI technology is impacting our lives on a daily basis, from iPhone face recognition to Tesla self-driving assistance. How do you see it impact the retail industry? The computer vision combined with deep learning technology is becoming really prominent in our daily lives. And you mentioned the iPhone, you mentioned Tesla. There are examples everywhere. I mean, I fly a lot. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and the airport is very is very busy. And at the airport security, I mean, they use computer vision to detect if the beans are actually empty before moving them forward or not. So you can see the beans coming, a little camera watching it, and the beans moving forward. So that's one example. I mean, you mentioned Tesla. I mean, they dropped, they dropped the LIDAR technology to really focus essentially on computer vision. And we can go on and on and on. There are tons of applications of computer vision and AI technology. In the retail industry, we see computer vision also getting in so many areas. I mean, you can go from uh, checkout control, companies like Everstein or Mashkin or, or, so, or even the smart carts. I don't know if you've ever seen the smart carts where you can actually scan your product and put it in the cart. But then there's a camera watching what you put in the cart to confirm that this is the same thing that's been scanned. You see that also in loss prevention with I mean, open eye and huge and type of solutions there. So, I mean, loss prevention in general is a very, very important topic right now. I spent some time recently as well at companies like Walmart and the Home Depot, where they developed their own solutions of computer vision to do to help with their inventory management. It's pretty cool, actually. You use a phone and then just, just pass the phone in front of the inventory and it, it counts in near real time what, what you have in inventory. So that's those are definitely some of the topics. And of course, there is still digitalization, that space we're in. Everything around the on-shelf availability, I mean, the planogram compliance and so on, which is, I mean, using leveraging solutions like ours or also like a robot. You might have seen some robots like getting into the stores. I mean, so you can see that the retail is leveraging to a large extent the computer vision and AI technology. Great. And I want to get into how that all works a little bit later. But I know you've been in retail tech and working in retail for quite some time. So over the years, (laughs) through your observations, how have you seen consumers respond to the growing presence of cameras in the store? That's a good point. I've been in the tech for a while. The good news is that the tech evolved, so I I don't feel in fast. So, I mean, the the response of the customers uh, to, uh, to, to the cameras, I mean, most NPS surveys that we've done or that our clients have done, I mean, people usually don't like the idea of cameras watching them or even robots being in the store and watching them. But what we see, for first of all, I mean, we tend to make the camera very, very small and very tiny. And 
95% of the case of the time, the consumers don't see them. So, I mean, they don't realize there's a camera, they, they don't know there's a camera. And the one who see them the most are the one who have a, an interest to see them. So that probably uh, malintended or looking at them. So usually the feedback directly from having cameras in the store, I mean, is really, really mild. I mean, there's not a lot of uh, negative impact because they usually don't even see them. You come and show up and that's it. The other thing is that we ensure that the cameras, I mean, we make sure that the cameras and the AI system dismiss any pictures, including people. So we're really in line with GDPR compliance and, and we, we make sure that, I mean, there is no people recorded on the cameras. So on the other hand, I mean, the customer, they really appreciate when their shelf is full, go and shop and they see if they find the product they have or when their e-commerce order is on time and complete. So I would say the benefits in general, I mean, far exceeds the potential downside. Yeah, that's a great point. I think with any technology, you know, there's sometimes downsides, but it's just most crucial and important to make sure the benefits outweigh those. And then just kind of shifting over to the retailer perspective, what should retailers' expectations be about the technology? What value does this bring to them and how do they quantify that value? So we now have a lot of experience with retailers. I mean, we've worked with dozens and dozens of retailers on that specific technology. And so in terms of expectations and what's the idea of success, I think, I mean, well, retailers are usually very pragmatic operators. I mean, they are. I mean, they work with very large volumes of products, very large volume of data. They usually operate with relatively thin margins. So they tend to be very pragmatic. They don't naturally invest in the shiny thing. But the first thing they would advise to do is like, look to your retailers. I mean, about their experience. I mean, that's usually, that is a, that is a good way to understand what's happening at their world player and what they see. So, I mean, talking with other peer retailers is obviously very interesting. Looking at what the biggest firms, I mean, are, are doing. I mean, there's usually a lot of communications about emerging technology and what is being tested or tried or, or succeed. But what is the success there? Then after, I mean, it's important to understand the business benefits and not to get too tangled into the technology itself. Because technology can become easy, quickly complex when you start talking about computer vision, machine learning, deep learning, I mean, foundation models and blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of technical terms that we can use. And so more important that, okay, what is the level of accuracy or hardware you're using? It's really about, okay, what's the performance of the software? I mean, what's the level of accuracy in terms of task that it generates? How accurate it is in terms of timing? Is it real time with near real time? And so focusing on the business benefit is the key. So you don't really want to test the, you don't really, I mean, you don't need to test per se the level of accuracy of a camera or the depth of a camera or thing like that, rather looking at how it impacts your business on the very basic principle of the process in the store. And then after, there's, uh, of course, I mean, you need to test the system. I mean, those are still emerging technologies to a certain degree. So there are different players with different level of maturity. And you'll see. And also, the adaptation to the store can be more or less complex. So really looking at the system in terms of process, how does it impact the process in the store on a day-to-day basis? How does it impact the task, the employees? the performance and how it's been received by the consumers. What is the impact on the consumers? So really being extremely pragmatic about it 
yes, it's technology, but it's technology for the retail and therefore, I mean, should provide value on the retails, on the retail floor. Yeah. And you mentioned again, the consumers, and obviously that is the end goal, right? Is to make sure the products are on the shelf and available for those consumers and making our job as a shopper pretty seamless. So we are kind of in a world, obviously, especially after COVID, where retailers and especially groceries, grocery stores are practicing omni-channel retail and unified strategies. Where does Captana fit into this complete retail strategy? Thank you for bringing omni-channel. I mean, omni-channel is the core of what we are working on. So Captana is part of the store digitalization offer of SES as a group. And it completely ties back to the omnichannel strategy. As the retailers are growing their e-com capabilities, e-commerce capabilities, and an overall, I mean, omnichannel strategy, the brick and mortar store is becoming the backbone of the e-commerce. And a fully digitalized store enables a very performant e-commerce execution. Think in terms of merchandising, pricing, supply chain, fulfillment, computer vision, and the brick and mortar store digitization in general are the great enablers of the omnichannel strategy. Think about, look at, for example, I'll go back to Walmart because of course that's, everybody knows them, but the Walmart stores are all becoming small warehouses to a certain degree. They have in the back room, they have micro-fulfillment centers to complement the assortment, which is in the store. And you cannot dissociate both. So a great operator in the omnichannel world is a company that can align its processes, its e-commerce processes with its in-store processes. Yeah, that makes sense, especially now where we are seeing a lot of buy online, pick up in store, grocery delivery. It's super important for grocers to make sure their inventory levels are accurate and up to date. And just Thinking more about Captana and the future of the space, where do you see this technology evolving? I mean, there are a lot of technologies on the market in terms of computer vision and, and AI. For example, there were a couple of years back, I mean, Amazon came with a just walkthrough technology, which looked really amazing. I mean, this is the concept of the Amazon Go. You basically scan your app when you get in. You take whatever you want and you leave. I mean, shopper experiences is remarkable. In the meantime, that technology has a, has a hard time to become mainstream just because, I mean, the ROI is not there. I mean, it's very expensive to be able to do that now. And so the return on investment is not abuse. So, I mean, in our case, I mean, thinking about Captana, I mean, we are working, as I mentioned earlier, with very pragmatic return. So everything we do has to have a quick ROI has to bring value quickly. I mean, time to value is a key, has to bring value quickly. And therefore, I mean, all our technology stack is focused on on being as affordable as possible and as bringing the strongest ROI. So the need for accuracy is very strong. So you mentioned how the technology evolved. So the, the need for accuracy is very strong because the more accurate the data, the more accurate the task and the higher the value for the customer, for the retailer. So we make we make entire stack from hardware to software to cloud, everything evolving all the time. We have a very strong roadmap just for the hardware, being able to have 
expected to increase the image quality by 10 while staying in the same price range. Uh, so much better image quality gives us a much better, a much easier and better recognition and accuracy of our computer vision and, and our AI models. And therefore, I mean, we get more accurate all the time. We also stack different layers. We talk about deep learning, I mean, the foundation model, the computer visions, we talk about there are multiple layers in our system, again, to increase this accuracy because the accuracy is the key to the value. The other thing which is very important is the integration and the openness of the framework. I mean, a lot of our clients are using our application by also integrating our application to their application because you don't want a store employee to have five or six apps on their mobile device. You want to have that in one, which is usually supported by the retailer itself. So the integration, having open APIs, having real-time APIs for inbound and outbound are very, very important as part of the framework we offer. And internally at SDS, of course, because we offer an entire set of digitalized tools for the store, but then they all work together. So we have our price tags, which are in sync with the cameras, which are in sync with the digital media that we have in the store. And all of that works together to provide a very strong value proposition. Yeah. And I know you all also have very intuitive dashboards. So all that data is being captured in real time and being available for retailers to make really quick decisions and act, you know, they use this data to, you know, make changes or update their employees, customers, all basically in real time from one platform. Is that correct? So you mentioned dashboard. I mean, dashboard, of course, I mean, we provide a, a user interface and the user experience, which are very focused by the interaction with the every actor of the retail company are going to have a different experience. We have the capability to provide a UI for the store employee on the store, for the one in the back room, for the store manager, for the regional manager, for the corporate, for the merchandisers. So we have different UIs that are adapted to the end user. But in the meantime, a lot of our clients, especially the larger companies, already have a lot of tools. And as I mentioned earlier, being able to integrate into those tools and adding to what's already existing in the company is a key step to the success for the the usage of the application. Because at the end of the day, I mean, a software which is not used is useless. So, I mean, the user adoption of our solution is is what really ultimately we're looking for. All right. And so kind of looking at back to the retailer, obviously deploying a new technology solution in store is a big decision. And, you know, there may be some hesitancy at times before the retailer makes that jump and adopts a new technology. What would your advice to retailers who are maybe thinking about computer vision solutions like Captana, but have not made that jump yet? It's important. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, it's important to do the homework and understand what's out there. There are multiple players, there are multiple technologies there. So we are on the space of, I mean, we have cameras, which are fixed cameras in the store. We also work with mobility. So we have multiple ways to capture. There are also robots out there that we see, like you see Sam's Clubs and, and some other retailers are using robots to capture information. Those technology might not all be adapted to the all the store formats and all the store models. So first of all, try to understand a little bit 
what's at there and where the successes are. I've seen some retailers that have deployed the technology on more than 200 stores, and that was not a success for them. That was a problem of scalability. So if you have a large number of stores, and then you want to be able to understand, to evaluate the scalability of the model. And so for that, I mean, deep dive on the accuracy on the smaller sample of locations and probably understand the process and look at the level of accuracy and then start to deploy. In the same time, I think it's important for a lot of retailers to have the capability to test and evaluate emerging technologies. I mean, having doesn't have to be a big, a big team, but at least having an organization and a structure internally that enables them to test new technology without being stuck by, I mean, security protocol, security team, or legal team, and things like that. Maybe something which is isolated within the organization where they can test and having a, a sandbox to play with and test that and not being afraid to test, to break, and to redo something. I know it's not the core business of the retailer, but in the meantime, technology is such an enabler for the retail and especially in the omnichannel environment that it's very important to be able to test to acknowledge, to process some of the new technology that they see at the jumping in. Great. And then, yeah, I mean, starting small and testing is great advice. And it, it seems like, you know, Captana provides that opportunity because of the size of the product. I would imagine you'd be able to do that relatively easily. And I know, you know, beyond Captana, SES Amago Tag really focuses on digitization of the store and also just enabling retailers to make that seamless transition. So from your perspective, last question, what does the future of digitized retail look like? Obviously, we are, this is our core focus. I mean, this is what we do as a group. We are looking at help retailers digitalizing their stores from a, a very pragmatic and rational standpoint. Well, first of all, I mean, I think there is a there is a real value at having solutions that work together. If you start having like one technology, like one, think about one ESL technology or different camera technology or different providers and stacking those different providers in the store might create some level of complexity at getting them working together. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying it might create a bit more complexity. So ensuring the compatibility of the different technologies is very important. And being able to reuse and leverage the hardware, because the hardware is very expensive. I mean, when you start scanning in, in the retail store, hardware is very expensive. So being able to use hardware for multiple purposes, use images for multiple purposes, use signals for multiple purposes. So for example, we integrate very well with another solution where that tracks the carts in the store. So they can look at the customer uh, journey in the store. And in the meantime, I mean, we can also look at, okay, what the shelf look like? Did they actually interact with the shelf? Did they remove the products on the shelf and things like that? So they follow the customer journey and we integrate the data and we follow what's happening on the shelf. So we can see if they're interacting with the shelves or not. And then ultimately we see if they sell the product, right? At the but having different stacks of product that talks together, try to leverage the hardware as much as possible and having a Understanding a vision of what you try to achieve. I mean, how do you integrate your e-com and your stores? Do you need MFC in the back? Is everything up in the store? Do you use your own personal shoppers? Do you use third party to do that? I mean, 
there are multiple options which are available. But what's important from the retailer standpoint is to have a cohesive, a cohesive approach and always think about those different approaches together versus having silos that be ultimately limiting the value that, that could be added. They were working together. Great. I know the future of uh, digitized retail is pretty broad and, you know, with how quickly uh, new s- solutions are being deployed, it's hard to, you know, take a look into the future and give an accurate description. But that was great, especially noting the importance of utilizing hardware in different ways, because you're right, it is definitely an investment for retailers. It is. So. SES also has a focus on ESG and adding value to in-store. One way you've been doing this is through Fresh. Can you explain a little bit more about what that is? Sure. You're right. SES has a big commitment on ESG in general from our own hardware and our own solutions. I mean, we focus on reducing the impact of our solutions on, on the planet, but also we help our clients to work on waste. So you mentioned fresh. I mean, fresh, if you think about fresh in the retail store, we're talking about produce I and mean, fruits and vegetables. We're talking about bakery. We're talking about seafood. We're talking about meat. And also more and more, we see a lot of prepared food, prepared meals, either it's prepared in the store or prepared in a central kitchen. And there is a lot of prepared food. And all of those with the volumes of the retail industry creates of a really large amount of waste. Even if retailers are extremely cautious because, I mean, any shrink or waste in the food is direct margin impact for the retailer. So, of course, they are already very cautious. But in the meantime, it requires a lot of effort to make sure that the product uh, that have a short shelf life is at the right time, at the right place, on the shelf, and making sure we have visibility on that. And so what we bring is this visibility. We bring an eye on the shelf that looks at those products in uh, continuously in near real time and provide this information back to the retailer, either at the store level, either at the corporate level. A couple of examples. So on the, on the produce, on the fruits and vegetables, of course, we, we look at the shelf display. We look at if, the, if it's a nice fulfillment, if it's looking good for the consumer. But in the meantime, we can look at the maturity level of the products, the ripeness. We have AI models that recognize the ripeness of the product, of the products. And we can alert and create tasks for the employees to go and check those. That's, that's one example. We can also look at the bakery. Bakery, and I would say every prepared food out there, we can look at the prepared food. We can look at if the product is inventory or not, how long it has been on the shelf, benchmark that against the potential shelf life of the product and generate task for the employee to go and check that inventory of a product that has been manufactured in the store or maybe remotely. So the tracking of those information is, is the key, and it's key also to realign their production planning. You can imagine that retailers have production planning. They know what they need to, they forecast what they need to produce on a daily basis. But those forecasts can be a little bit off depending on the weather, depending on the road conditions and all of that. I mean, people will come and shop or not. And having a real-time visibility on what's on the shelf and anticipating the waste is a key component of that, where we can help. Wow, that sounds like such a great solution, not only from a retailer perspective and reducing food waste and being able to have an eye on those items, but also from a consumer standpoint, obviously you're expecting fresh produce and 
good looking prepared foods as you're going into the grocery store. So that is amazing. Well, thank you so much, Pierre Marie. We are looking forward to learning more about Captana as time goes on and also seeing SES and Magotag. Sounds good. NRF. I think it will be a very busy NRF. We're looking forward to see everybody. We will have a lot of new stuff on the booth. And we will be focusing a lot on fresh. Fresh is the key. We're going to see uh, when you stop by the booth, I mean, you will see a lot of, I mean, you know, produce, fruits, veggies, bakery, and all of those will be there. And we will see uh, fantastic uh, capabilities there. Look forward to it. Perfect. See you there. Thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at rethink.industries slash podcast guest. That's rethink.industries slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at rethink underscore retail and show some love by subscribing on iTunes podcast app. Until next time.